1: everybody and welcome back to another episode of AGP. As always, I am the one, the only. And thank God for to my parents because I don't think they could ever handle another one of me. I am Amanda Gillum. And with me today I have the ever sounding Mr mm. <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, I am choking on my own words, Mr. Steve Hannon. Hey Steve, how's it going?
0: It's going really good. I'm not going to chuckle my words. I'm going to get it all out perfectly.
1: Well, I am so glad that you could join us today. Um, How have you been?
0: I've been really good, really good. How are you doing?
1: Well, I can't complain. It's convention season. I'm going from convention to convention to convention. I've got a pile of comic books that I need to finish reading and doing reviews on and, of course, podcasting. It's called Living the Life. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right, right. (laughs) I'm doing the same thing.
1: (laughs) Now, you, my friend, have this amazing theme that will be happening on May 30th um, right pretty much in my own backyard. It is in College Corner. Um, It's at the Hannon Camp America, which is pretty much like right on the corner of Houston Woods going on, and it is called Geek Out Mario Kart. Tell us a little bit about this.
0: Well, um, like you said, it's called Geek Out Mario Kart, so the theme this year is kind of... um the N64 Mario Kart Tournament. Um, So that's going to be held, like, in the Lodge. And it's actually um, uh, sponsored by the Cincinnati Comic Expo. You can win two Sunday passes to uh, go see them um, if you win the tournament at uh, Geek Out. Uh, So not only do we have that, but we also have the in-real-life Mario Kart racing where we have four pedal carts. we're going to race around this track that we built. And um, believe it or not, we actually have some um, green, um, like, stuffed uh, stuffed animal turtle shells that we're going to throw at each other and... uh, kind of have to stop the race car and, you know, go by some rules Have some referees out there to help you out on the tracks and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's a, that and much, much more for sure. I mean, definitely we have um, flow artists um, like fire spinners and Hulu people that come out. Um, we have a magic, the gathering tournament going on out there. Um, we have a cosplay contest. So anyway, like the cosplay can come out and dress up. Um, we have a couple of actually local um, cosplayers from Cincinnati area coming out that are, you know, kind of internet famous and whatnot, and, uh, they're going to make an appearance, and, uh, I have a friend coming out from L.A., and he's going to do a, uh, late night screening of one of his, um, movies that he's in and producing himself, and so we have a Hollywood guy coming, kind of famous,
1: Nice. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, so lots of attractions, and, um, also a fan art contest, so I forgot to mention that, too, so if we have any artists out there listening, they, uh, um, you know, coming with only five bucks. If you're not a vendor, to enter in the fan art contest. If you're a vendor, it's actually free to free to enter in the fan art contest to uh, try to win some prizes and stuff.
1: Very nice, very nice. And of course, um, a portion of the proceeds are actually going to be donated to the local United Way chapter. Correct?
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, this is all. I mean, we don't take in any money here. It's it's all given out to proceeds. and um, as is I pay off, you know, the bills that I have to pay to rent the place, and you know. Uh, rent the equipment and everything like that and proceeds to go to United Way and uh, just like all our, our events out there camp that we host, um, you know, we we'll always give our donations to United Way and, and help them out. And that's how we get a lot of bands and a lot of people to come out and uh play for free for us and help us out because we're you know, not taking any money and we're giving them all to a good cause. So everybody everybody wins on this one.
1: And um, now going back to some of the events that you have, there, you talked about the real-life Mario Kart, um, where I love the fact that you're going to be able to hit people with green turtle shells. I love it. <laughs> right, but right. I, I hope that whoever says ready, set, they don't just say go. I want to hear, here we go. You know, just like when you're <laughs> playing because that would be absolutely hilarious. <laughs> I'm sure like, referees are going to
0: be in character. I'm sure they're going to be having a good time and, uh, yeah, having fun with everybody, too, so. But <laughs> um, I, I, I heard a rumor that a couple people are going to come out in costume in, like, a Mario and Luigi costume and race around to entertain everybody, too. So uh, hopefully we'll see those uh, people come out and have fun, too. So uh, sorry we don't have a blue shell. I couldn't find the blue shell to uh, rule them all and take the first player out. But, uh, yeah, what will just have to do with the green ones, you know? <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, you know it what, though, it just sounds like fun. And especially for the fact that this is actually free to play, so anybody can join in. You know, it's fun for the whole family. And, dude, you should totally mic the guys up that ha- if you have the ability for Mario and Luigi, because if Wayne, like, goes off of their course or something like that, they should be like, oh, no, like, when you die in the video game, because that would be hilarious.
0: Oh, I hope everybody's out there making the sound effect for it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> when you hit the man <laughs> kills and everything. and Yeah, yeah. I think the Yoshi sound effect is going to be the hardest, but someone's going to be able to do it.
1: <laughs> and then, of course, you know, the times for all of this starts at actually noon and runs all the way till 8 p.m. at night. And like we said before, you know, not only is the Mario Kart, you know, fun for the whole family, but this is a family fun event. So, you know, there's plenty, There's everything from the age of three to the age of 300 for everybody to enjoy.
0: Right, you're, you're exactly right. Yeah, 12 to 8 is family-friendly like convention time where you know um, uh, everybody can come out. We have um, bouncy houses we're going to set up so kids can play in bouncy houses. The adults can play at the bouncy houses too. Um, we have a Lego firewalk, which is kind of like a firewalk where you walk across the hot coals, but they're Legos instead. They hurt your feet just the same. Um, <laughs> so we have all kinds of um, yeah, games and stuff for all ages. We have a couple of charity groups coming out and doing you know, little mini games and things like that. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely 12 to 8, family-friendly, but after that, I do like to say, you know, um, we do have music going on till 2 in the morning, so, you know, everybody that's um, camping, um, we have the lower area um, campground for the family camping, like uh, families can stay down there, and the middle area is for more, more for, like, the adults that want to stay up uh, a little bit later and listen to the music and stuff, so we don't bother each other, uh, you know, more uh, separating the family and the, the adults that want to stay up late. Definitely entertainment still going on late, live music. And then, like I said, the fire spinners late night are pretty cool too. So definitely have to check check them out.
1: Oh, I can highly recommend the fire spinners. I've seen these guys before because, you know, um, Havens Camp America does some amazing things here for the community. Like they have the Fire in the Sky event where they do this amazing fireworks display, and I've seen them there as well. So I highly recommend coming out and checking out that, these guys because they are absolutely amazing. Now, speaking of fire, you, we mentioned the Lego Firewalk, which is like walking on hot coals, but you're actually walking across little Legos. Um, now, this one, it's not enter, but it's only like it, it's not free to enter, but it's like five dollars to enter to be able to win a prize. But you actually have to do some cool little feats to be able to do this. I think it's you have to walk across three times, do three right. uh, knee push-ups, do three uh-huh. sit-ups, do three jumping jacks, and then they get to win a really cool prize, which is a choice of a Lego minifigure collectible, and you give out one every hour. Correct?
0: Yeah, that's right. We um, ordered a whole bunch of um, little Lego um, action figures, like from Star Wars or uh, Marvel, DC, just a whole bunch of different guys. Um, so, yeah, it's 5 bucks. Like you said, you have to walk across it three times, do the three on-your-knee push-ups, uh, three sit-ups, and three jumping jacks. And if you complete all that within the one hour, um, then you can you can win your um, your your guy. But we just want you to have one per hour so everybody has a chance to kind of win one of those guys. But if you want to walk across a Lego firewall just because you're so brave, that's absolutely free. You can test your mic all you like just to walk across it. But if you want to win the prize, when a little Lego action figure, it's just $5.
1: Well, being a Lego fan of myself, that sounds very interesting. But I'm letting you people know, it may sound easy, but Legos hurt when you step on them, okay? People, trust me. <laughs> they hurt. <laughs> they can do some damage. <laughs> I have some
0: others that say they're going to win for sure, because they say if you have kids, you step on enough Lego that you're used to it. So they think they're, they, they're going to win for sure. So uh, we'll see. We'll see.
1: Okay, that I want to see because um, I've been playing with Legos since I was a kid. I step on them all the time. I step on glass and thumbtacks and everything else because I am definitely one of those people, no, I don't really want to wear shoes. And ow, it hurts. I'm sorry. It just really hurts.
0: (laughs) 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 That's kind of the idea. Let's see who can do it.
1: (laughs) <laughs> now, um you mentioned also earlier a little bit about the cosplay contest, which is actually free to enter um mm-hmm. contestants actually must be um by the stage at five thirty and the five thirty p m um you're doing two different groups uh under sixteen and sixteen years um over sixteen years of age um and basically you know. There's, all, there's going to be the ju- there's judges there who will actually pick a winner, and then there's actually going to be a crowd favorite winner. You're going to have a total of uh, three winners all together, correct?
0: Yeah, that's right. We're going to have something for, like, the younger age kids because, you know, sometimes the kids, uh, you know, don't want to get left out if the adults have the better costumes and whatnot or the kids get the better costume because they look cuter than the adults. So, yeah, we're kind of making it fair to everybody, having the younger kids get some, uh, get some um, of their own age-level uh, competition and then have the adults and then you know a crowd favorite. I think the crowd always has their person that they want to win, and it might not always be the same with those judges. So uh, yeah, we'll see what uh, we'll see what everybody says there as far as that. And it's really simple. If you cosplay and you dress up, just show up there. We'll walk you by the stage real quick. You don't really have to say anything, and we'll just walk you up there and kind of wave and say hello. And judges will will choose appropriately. So pretty simple <laughs> and easy and fun. And no, of for that
1: course. Too, so. With it being family-friendly, though, um, you know, do you have any rules about what the, co- the, co- the costumes have to be?
0: Uh, no, there's no real rules. Um, we allow props and everything like that out there, too. Um, so you, know, you can have swords and guns and things like that. We don't have any rules as far as that. Um, so, yeah, it's fine. We don't have any um, um, uh, couples competition. So, you know, the, you have to end there as an, as an, as an individual. But um, besides that, yeah, there's no real rules or restrictions as cosplayers. So, yeah, have fun, guys. And it's definitely just not Mario Kart related. A lot of people think that it's, I mean, you know, Star Wars stuff, Zelda stuff, I hear, and, you know, Lord of the Rings stuff, whatever you want to do, definitely.
1: So, you know, if, if you like to dress up, you know, even that simple costume you put together to go to your last convention or at a Halloween party – Wear it. Bring it on out. See what you can win with that, you know. And it's always, you know, it's always fun to be able to dress up and be somebody that you're not. So that's always a fun thing to do, definitely. Um, other things that you have is you actually do have a Mario Kart and 64 tournament that is going on. It's $10 per person to be able to enter um, they must be registered by 345 and the competition starts at four o'clock PM. Um, and upper grass is two Sunday passes to the Cincinnati comic expo on September 20th. Um, basically the way how this is, uh, tell us a little bit about some of the rules and regulations. Cause I know it's a single elimination. So how are, you know, what's going to happen with these people?
0: Okay. Well, i have all the rules listed there because it is quite a mouthful. I try to explain to people and, uh, you know, there's always questions about this, that, or the other, but, um, so there's going to be, as you enter, you're going to be put into a bracket system, um, and each player is going to um, have, you're going to play a four-player game. Um, each player will choose a character, and if there's um, two people that want the same character, there'll be a coin flip to, uh, flip to determine uh, who wins that character. So that's pretty simple as far as the characters there. Um, but each um, each one of the four players will choose a map that they want to race on, and each of the, each time you'll race one, each player's map. So there's four games there of one of each player's map. Um, the top two people will move on after those four games, and the bottom two people will be eliminated, eliminated so it's the elimination there. Um, so when you move on, you actually, uh, the next round of brackets that you move on to, uh, the winner bracket, um, you actually have to choose a next, uh, another map that you uh, didn't choose in the previous round. So um, say you, you choose uh, a Tupa, Tupa Beach in you know, the first round, you can't choose that again in your next um, races. Um, so you have to choose, you know, Chuckle uh, Mountain or something like that or, you know, whatever as, far, as you go. Um, the only race that you can't choose at all is Rainbow Road because that one's actually going to be the one for the uh, one-on-one um, final game for the, the, the championship. So Rainbow Road is the last one, and you can't choose that in the regular uh, tournament. Besides that, choose any race you like to. And, um, yeah, um, like I said, those the first for, uh, two players will move on until we have, uh, you know, just two players left, and those two players will choose the uh, – the Rainbow Road, um, and a lot of the you know, Mario Kart rules I looked up. Sometimes there's an exporting allowed and stuff like that. The only two that we're allowing is the two the troop of each shortcuts, which are you know pretty obvious. The man you go through the the tunnels and stuff like that, and you know take the the shortcuts. Um, and then Rainbow Road, when uh, you jump over the hill and go over, you know jump off the track and go over the other side. I'm actually allowing that one for our final race. So anybody that's in that last race that wants to try it, you're allowed to try it.
1: Nice. But but seriously, seriously, people, no cheating. None of this up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B.A. start stuff. Start uh, uh, selection. No no doing that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, none of the jumping off the cliff and jumping over the finish line getting pushed back and, you know, the lap ahead and all all those other uh, glitch cheats and stuff like that. So just the the one jump on Rainbow Road and the Koopa Troopa to make it kind of simple. So as I looked into it, there's a lot more than I knew when I was playing the game that people can cheat and do this and do that. and hit this certain spot and it'll take you over here so yeah no glitch cheats and we catch you doing it you'll be disqualified so let's just not and <laughs> let's just play by the rules
1: <laughs> let's have fun no cheating let's be nice you know because you don't want to be disqualified that's a big no no and then of nice. course you also have something else that you mentioned is you have a fan art contest it was um Five dollars to enter unless you're already vending there. Um, you have to choose one piece to enter, and you get to and you have to have it on display by two p.m. Um, and then there's prizes for first, second, and third place contestants. Um, Each person receives an army man upon arrival, which happens to be, and this is each person, like the people coming in, actually receives an army man upon arrival, which is the voting chip, and they just place their voting chip in a bucket by their favorite piece, and after those army men are counted, um, they get their army men back, and that's how they get voted.
0: Yeah, um, last year I did this and everybody seemed to like it. You know, they're like, why, am I, why do I have this Army Man? So they kind of like kept kept it and then, you know, they found out you have to put it in the, the fan art bucket uh, and everybody asked, every person wanted to be like, hey, can I have my Army Man back after I vote? So yes, after <laughs> you, you vote for the fan art, I will let you have the, the Army Man back to play with so we can all play with Army men. <laughs> which was fun and all last year. Everybody had Army men all over the place. Um, but um, yeah, it's real simple. So you have your voting chip when you come in, you'll get a, um, a wristband when you come in at the gate and then you'll get a little Army Man. Um, I have all different varieties. There's some kind of firemen and policemen and army men and all different types of little guys. But, uh, yeah, that's your voting chip. So just walk over to uh, the fan art area, which will be located in the lodge. Uh, there will be a sign right there by it. And then just drop your army man and the guy in the um, piece of art that you like the best, and, yeah, simple as that. Like I said, after we, we tally it up and everything like that, I'll have buckets of army men laying around for people to play with. So you'll definitely still be able to play with your army men.
1: Very nice, very nice. I, I can see a line going, I want my army man back, give him back. I want to play with my army man. <laughs> yep, Absolutely.
0: <laughs> and we found army man around the campground for a few weeks afterwards because people took him in the woods. And of course, we're playing army man out there too. So and it was fun <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well that is you know i you know it it sounds like you know you guys make sure that everybody constantly has fun, and of course, you know you can't really you know with all the live music that you have, you have live music all night long you have the fire you have the fire people you know you have the um you have great vending coming out, which we've seen you guys have great vending before some of your other things with all the the events that you have going on so, which we forgot to mention when you have an m t g tournament going on, tell us a little bit about that.
0: Yeah, uh, it's Magic the Gathering, um hosted by Illuminati and Games in Hamilton. They're on the west side. Um they're coming out and they're setting up out there in the um the guild hall, as we're calling it so the dance hall, but we renamed named the guild hall for the, the geek out. Um, seem not as appropriate. But yeah, uh they'll be out there twelve to eight and they'll be has- hosting um um uh Magic the Gathering tournaments and I mean he, he uh, listed all the rules on the Facebook page and um, honestly there's quite a bit of rules so I don't know all of them right now, but um yeah uh let's see, each player gets three packs of the particular Magic Gathering set, each person is arranged a certain set, then each player opens one pack of three and removes the advertisement token card and lands the card unless it's in foil. Um, so, yeah, basically you're going to get cards from him and then kind of like, um, kind of get random random decks, built off those cards. So, um, yeah, so, yeah, that'll be out there, 12 to 8, and um, that's actually $12 to enter, and that will be located in a little building out there with tables set up and everything for everybody to play, so, yeah, be a good thing to get a hold of. I heard a lot of people already talking to, talking a lot of smack back and forth on the the Facebook page about who's going to win the, uh, the Magic the Gathering tournament. So that should be <laughs> fun too.
1: Yeah, that is people people can be really, that is my turn right. No, I'm going to win it. You know, Magic the Gathering is probably one of the most popular card games out there to date. I've watched it as it first, you know, the first time it came out and how it's grown. And it's quite amazing how long that's lasted, especially when, you know, there were so many card games for the longest time from Pokemon to Yu-Gi-Oh! But Magic the Gathering really just took off and it's not, it doesn't look like it's going to stop anytime soon.
0: No, it doesn't. I mean, like it's, it's taken off, and and um, I mean, there's even an the internet meme about um, about you know having uh, so much money invested in that that your kids will not have no money to do anything else because uh, you know, you just get so addicted to it that's all you want to do is buy it and keep on buying it and keep on doing it and uh, yeah, it, it, it just keeps on going. Um, kind of like the Yu-Gi-Oh. Also, you know, kind of just you know, it's going to be here for a long time. I mean, I played Magic the Gathering since when I was a teenager, and you know, I'm 34 now, and and you know, we still play it. So. Yeah, it's going to stick around, I think.
1: And then, of course, you know, one of the things that I absolutely love about your guys' events is that, you know, you guys cater to people who do have those furry little friends that they have with them. Um, you guys actually do allow friendly leash dogs are allowed to geek out. Um, I love I love the fact that you put super friendly dogs may go without a leash. I'm like, was he thinking of She-Go? Because I think he remembers her from last year. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah uh, people come out all the time and you know we love dogs we're dog lovers you know i have a dog and uh, every, and you know everybody my family has a dog so yeah we love to have them out there camping around um you know and as long as they're not jumping on people or bothering other dogs um yeah we're totally fine with it um but yeah if there is a some kind of incident that were to happen um we just have to ask the the owners of the dogs to kind of leash their dogs and you know if they're really hostile and maybe return to the campsite with them but um yeah other than that we usually don't have a problem with something you know the dogs running around and everybody seems to be pretty dog-friendly. So, you know, uh, maybe around the kids and sure, stuff like that might be a good idea. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Make sure you up your dog poop. Wait, dog exactly. poop is not – <laughs> I'm just thinking, dog poops on Mario Kart track uses it as banana peel for Mario Kart. Uh No.
0: <laughs> That's funny. I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> Let's not do that. I don't think that would be fun.
1: <laughs> funny but Kart- not fun at the time. <laughs> and then of course you know guys, you know if you got a pet and you're gonna come out and cosplay, use your pet as you know an accessory. Might help you with the cosplay contest.
0: Right, right. <laughs> I'm actually trying to build a, I'm building a cosplay costume for my dog uh, right now. I have it in the works. So I don't want to reveal what it is yet until I get it done. But uh, yeah, I'm trying to build one for my dog so he can come next year hopefully and have his own own costume. <laughs>
1: Believe it or not, I'm actually working on a costume for my dog. Now, it won't be ready by May 30th. It probably won't be ready till about, I don't know, about the end of the year. Um, I'm working on a raven costume for myself, and I'm going to paint my dog green, and I'm making her a beast boy outfit. Nice.
0: Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome.
1: <laughs> you don't yeah, see too so many uh,
0: pet playing.
1: Of course, painting her green might not be so great for her. She may not like it too much. (laughs) Well, (laughs) it'll be fun. (laughs) No, what's really cool is, you know, you can have all of this. And it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg. You know, you actually have a very reasonable price. It is $10 per person at the gate, which camping is included. And, of course, kids 12 and under are only $5 at the gate.
0: That's right. Yeah, Um, Yeah. I do want to emphasize I had a few people asking me here recently because it is only a one-day event. It's just Saturday, May 30th, and they were asking about Friday night camping. Um, Friday night camping, you can totally come and camp. But it's the $25 per site for um, um, electric, 20 for non-electric, and um, 35 for uh, an RV if you have an RV. Um, but um, that's just for Friday night camping, so you would have to come and also get the orange wristband. We, we make you pay for that the Saturday, too. So um, you can camp Friday, absolutely, but the Saturday is only the $10 camping for Saturday night. So I just wanted to clarify that a little bit because a lot of people have been asking questions because it is just a one-day event as far as just Saturday and then spending the night Saturday with the camping. So...
1: But, yeah, it's just that much gets you in the door, pretty cheap. Yeah, and I can, I can see where the confusion. They're trying to figure out, you know, is it, you know, Friday night I camp and then I go to the event, or is it I go to the event and then I get to camp Saturday night. So, yeah, I can see that. So thank you so much for clarifying that because, you know, we want to make sure that people know exactly, you know, are they going to be camping out until Sunday morning, or, you know, do they get there early on Friday and go ahead and camp, you know, at that night. So thank you for clarifying that. That's very helpful.
0: Yeah, I think in the future we're looking to make it an all-weekend kind of event. You know, we're trying to um, book more people and more bands and more entertainment or whatever to have through the whole weekend. So it would be, you know, a Friday, Saturday, Sunday event so everybody can make it on, you know, different days or come all weekend or something like that. But um, as of this year, we're still just looking at just the Saturday, just the May 30th. So, yeah, it just has to be, you know, just the Saturday night is included in the um, the $10 entry fee with the camping. So, so, yeah, everybody's still welcome to come out Friday night. It's just a, our regular camping fees. So.
1: Great, cool. So now I have to ask, you know, someone like you doing an event like this, um, and obviously, you know, you've looked up, you know, what the rules, regulations, making sure a way to make sure that nobody cheats or anything. So are you yourself a gamer?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, As a matter of fact, last year, this is the second year for the Geek Out event. Last year I did 007, um, the James Bond for Nintendo 64. And um, the whole reason that I ho- wanted to have this part- that party is because, I mean, I think I'm the best ever at James Bond 007, you know, and I wanted to prove it. Um, but the thing I didn't realize is hosting an event, um, one, I don't have any time to play because I'm running around, around hosting an event. And two, it's not really cool. If the host, you know, wins the event. So I decided not to uh, enter myself in the tournament last year, and it, it kind of ate me up not to be able to play my favorite game. Um, but, yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> a gamer. Um, I, I just went over my buddy's house last night and played um, – Mario Kart on the N64 and, um, you know, beat him a couple times. And we were talking about, you know, how we love gaming. Been doing it since uh, we can remember. And, yeah, everything from, you know, Nintendo all the way to PC gaming. um, You know, yeah, definitely a gamer. I like to cheat my games, though. Does that make sense?
1: (laughs) Yeah, trust me, it does. So then I do have to ask, you know, are you more the PlayStation um, Xbox, or do you really like, or do you really, since you've already, now you've had two things with the Nintendo 64, are you a do-do-do-do-do-do-do-Nintendo person?
0: <laughs> um, my true love for video games lies with Zelda and Nintendo. Um, I buy Nintendo systems just for Zelda games. So, yeah, um, I'm a hardcore Zelda fan. I have all of them. Um, I have every system for Nintendo still because I just have my Nintendo games. As a matter of fact, on my shelf right now, I have um, just the gold cartridges for uh, the Zelda games, just because I like have them sitting them on my my bookshelf because I just collect all the stuff. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll be buying a Wii U as soon as the uh, new um, Zelda comes out, whenever that release date is, because they keep pushing it back. I'll uh, I'll get more Zelda stuff for that too. Um, but yeah, actually, I contacted uh, one of the, the local Cincinnati people I was talking about her name is uh, Chelsea Wheat Scream. She's going to be coming out. uh addressing as um has Link she believes. Uh, she has a couple other cosplays that she thinks she's going to be doing Link and be coming out. So uh, I think it's going to be pretty cool to see her out there and uh, dress as one of my favorite, you know, video game characters. So.
1: Oh, yeah. Most definitely. And then, so, okay, so you're a major Link fan uh, or Zelda fan. We, well, you like Link, but you like The Legend of Zelda. I never did understand that. If you play the main character, the main character is Link, but it has to be called Zelda. And do you know how many people actually think that Link is Zelda? Do you know how confusing that gets to some people? <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. I think there's generations of confusion for it now. I think it's never going to end. Uh, people still try to make it straight, but everybody's like, yeah, Zelda or Link. And heck, like I said, it's one of my favorite video games, and I still sometimes slip up and I'm like, yeah, Zelda, I mean, Link, of course. You know what I'm talking about, you know?
1: <laughs> but um, when it comes, you know, even though you love um, The Legend of Zelda and everything, if you were to sit down right now to play a video game, what is it that you would probably put put in straight off the bat?
0: Oh, Strails a bat, my go-to. Boy, um, I've been switching a lot of computer gaming, and I've been playing uh, the Civilization game for years, so that, um, that, that Civilization, was oh, it 5 now That's so, I think? Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't mind playing that and starting another 5th another and uh, building that. I like those, uh, those builder games, so. Yeah, that or, um, you know, I has got over Skyrim, you know, about, I don't know, last year sometime I played that for, you know, endless days, so. Skyrim, the Oblivion series, and all that kind of... The Elder, elder Scrolls are always awesome. I um, like that stuff, too. But, uh, yeah, there's any of the Civilization and the older ones, I've always liked since the Civilization came out. The Civilization 1 I played, and then Civ 2 on the PS1, I remember playing all the time, too. So, yeah, I definitely... Uh, I think I've logged more hours on that game uh, next to Zelda more than more than any other game.
1: So you definitely like playing adventure games, which I understand. You know, because you actually yeah. get to beat that character and you get to go on that adventure, which I truly do understand. You know, right. me, I, I went more simple. I'm like, um, I went every Lego game they have. I don't know what the obsession is with the Lego games, but it they're like crack for me.
0: They're awesome. That's why. They're, they're absolutely awesome. They, I think they put a lot of th- uh, thought and time into uh, making those because, I mean, I think, a, you know, a kid can play them and have a great time. adult can play them and have a good time. And there's just so much to do in it. Like, every one of them are just so creative and thoughtful and, you know, witty the whole time you're playing it. So they're enjoyable, Definitely.
1: From the first time I played the Star Wars ones, and I got the – because originally when the first Star Wars ones came out, you had episodes one, two, and three. Then they came out with four, five, and six, and then they had the Star Wars, the Lego Star Wars, the complete saga. But originally, you got one, and then one, two, three, and then you got four, five, and six. And when four, five, and I loved the one, two, and three playing those. It was, it was a lot more enjoyable than actually seeing those movies, in all honesty. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> and then they came out with uh, four, five, and six, and from there, I was hooked, especially for the fact that you could take the slave Leia and you could put her on a table, and if you pulled the O button, she belly dances for you.
0: Yep. I remember that. Okay. I remember that. Yeah, I like the all series one where you can you know, jump through all the all the different levels, um, all the different um episodes and everything. I thought that one was really cool too. The Indiana Jones ones are amazing. Have you played those? Those are I mean, yeah, they're hilarious and out on to the movies I and have, everything.
1: I have every Lego game except for two. <laughs> the Lego movie Would- video game and the third of the Batman um, Beyond Gotham Lego.
0: Oh, well, you're slacking. You need to get those, too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tell my job to give me a raise so I can afford them. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey,
0: I got to go buy a video game. Give me a raise.
1: That sounds totally doable. All right. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, boss. Can I get a bonus? How much? About 50, 60 bucks. Why? Any video game? Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That
1: was
0: your the boss, that, you
1: my, down, that would work separate, on me. <laughs> the the says, I know my boss, and my boss would look there. She'd rake her fingers across the desk and look at me and go, you know, you're the only one I know who would actually look at me and go, not for a car park, not to get anything taken care of financially in your home, but because you can't afford a video game. What? Mm-hmm.
0: And you're sitting there nodding like, yeah, yeah, that's right.
1: (laughs) Right. Can I have it? (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember that video game,
0: um, uh, Conquer's Bad Fur Day, that was on the N64? Do you remember that game by any chance? Mm -hmm. Um, That game now is worth, like, uh, I mean, it's hard to find. It's worth gold. It's like uh, if you find it for $80, you should buy it because it's, you know, anywhere from $80 to $120, so it's really hard to find. And uh, that game there is one of my, my favorite games. It's a Rareware game, and uh, it was actually released for um, the Nintendo 64 after the GameCube had already came out. So not too many people know about it, and there's not too many copies out there. So I don't know how many people out there listening have actually played it, but that game there is one of my favorite games I've ever played, but there's only one of them. So it's hard to say, you know, just that one game can beat out all the Zeldas or all the civilizations that I mentioned or, you know, all those other games i play. played. So uh, that conquers that for a Day, my, I put that down as... Probably one of my favorite video games ever, just as a single standalone game.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, I'm like you. I love video games. I've been playing video games since like Atari. So you know, I played you know Joust and Pac-Man and Qbert and you know Yars' Revenge, which I absolutely love. That you know Yars' Revenge was probably like the best video game ever back on the Atari system. I think I also but your name's an old school uh, one. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That was a great one. Yeah, and then it's funny because you know, you know, these are all the things that you know when you went to the arcade, these were the games that you were playing. And then here comes Nintendo with the new console after you know the whole Atari went under, which I still feel bad that they blame it all on that poor little ET video game.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: understand, <laughs> but but then there's Nintendo, and I'll never forget getting that Nintendo for it was our family Christmas present. It was for the entire family. And my dad got so good at it. He's like, you can play when I die. Dad, you never die.
0: <laughs>
1: Not fair, dad. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because I remember the coolest thing ever is when he got through all of the worlds and he started back over and all the mushrooms became those shelves. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, um, well, this, Socks. <laughs> These things <laughs> Socks, <laughs> You know, and then from there, you know, got a PlayStation. First game on that I ever played was Resident Evil. Um, it scared the living daylights out of me. From there, I had um, a Se- I also had a Sega Saturn within this time frame, and then I just moved. And it was funny because, you know, Atari and Nintendo started everything, but I ended up moving to PlayStation and as, as much as I like Xbox, PlayStation seems to be my personal favorite. Most of my games, most of my friends, everybody plays on PlayStation. So that's where I gravitated to.
0: I think it's all about the buttons. I mean, mm-hmm. if you know, you know, is it triangles or is it your squares or is it B's or is it XYs? You know, uh, you know, what are you used to? And uh, I think when you get used to that, then you can't go back. Um, I have a PlayStation 1, and that's the only PlayStation I ever had. Uh, so I never really got used to PlayStation. So you hand me a PlayStation control controller, it just doesn't it doesn't click in my brain. I can't quite get it, you know. Um but I, I can do an Xbox for sure. I have the uh the original Xbox. I actually I have it um back in the day when you could modify stuff, it's modded so it has all the you know, the the um old okay. games on it and um can hold uh, video cards and everything like that too. So yeah. Definitely I mean, don't uh definitely call.
1: I'm a gamer just like you, so you know daggone well there is a PlayStation 2, a PlayStation 3, an Xbox 360, a Nintendo Wii, all in this house, all ready to play games, always hooked up at any moment, so all I have to do is push the button so I can play whatever I want. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, I don't have them
0: all hooked up. I don't have them all hooked up at once, but they're all sitting right here. I can I can get them all out, but uh, yeah, but I want to get them all hooked up to different TVs. That's my goal one time is to have a TV for each one, and then we can just sit there and be like, plug, 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 and we're good to go.
1: Oh, yeah. So, I mean, somebody asked me, why don't you get, you know, why don't you just get rid of all your old box TVs and just do all flash screens? Because some of the older game systems I have, you have to have the box TV. And I have this one box TV that has seven ports so I can hook up seven game systems straight off the bat and all I have to do is push what game system I want to play and boom, I'm ready to go.
0: Yeah, newer TVs don't have that. Plus, um, none of the Zapper guns or the, um, um, I forget the one for the Nintendo 64, the Super Bazooka or something. Super scope, oh, yeah. it was, the super scope. Yeah. Those won't work on the new flat screen TVs. It's something with the, the way that the T V is. So you have to have the older T V so the the zapper guns and duck hunt and the other um super scope to even work. So yeah.
1: yeah you gotta I have know. some old TVs yeah. around. I'm sorry, but, you know, I realize that technology has gone leaps and bounds from when we grew up playing video games. And I get that. I mean, look how small the controllers were for the original NES compared to what you see now for PlayStation and Xbox 360 and all of these other things. They were teeny tiny little controllers with teeny tiny little buttons. But, you know, there, there's just something about being able to plug up one of your old systems, whether it's a Nintendo 64, a Sega Saturn, or even just going, at if you can still get it to work, a Sega or an, or an NES, and being able to play some of those old school games. Now, true, yep. a lot of places you can do the downloadable content, it's not the same.
0: You're right. Uh, my Xbox is fun. I have, like I said, I have every Atari game, every Nintendo game on there, all you know, all the um the ROM 4 and everything like that. But uh, it's, it, you're right, it's not the same because I still play it on the Xbox controller and the buttons are configured to it. But, uh, yeah, if you pick up that squared old um, regular Nintendo controller, it just has that nostalgic feel to it and, yeah, it's just different. The buttons stick different and feel different and everything. So, yeah, there's yeah, nothing so like playing an you old game.
1: so all your technology out there. You need to find a way to make our smart TVs work for all our old game systems and then we'd all be in a happy little community.
0: Right, right. Um, I don't know if you ever make it down to um Arcade Legacy down there in the uh, Cincinnati Mills Mall that um the arcade that's down there where you kinda of pay by uh, the half hour, the hour to play and it's kinda of free play. But um they have all kinds of arcades and um gaming systems hooked up there where you can play, you know, endless games and stuff. And um uh we were talking earlier about some of the old school games, of course they have all, a lot of them, but um they have one that I absolutely absolutely love and you mentioned it was a joust. They have a joust on the arcade there and um Man, I just slide around forever playing dials, and I forgot how hard that game was. That game is, um, you was very, very difficult. But uh, you know, after a few rounds, you kind of get used to it, and and uh, it's fun. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it's definitely a fun place to go to. They have all kinds of, you know, they have every system hooked up on tables, and plus they have the other half the all arcade games. So definitely fun to go down there and check them out.
1: Oh yeah, and I they, I definitely they, want to go check that out then, because that sounds like a lot of fun. Because you know. I I just love being able to play video games. You know, I remember being a kid, playing them with my family growing up. And then, like, now I have my friends that, you know, I get to play games with. And, of course, for me, you know, gaming isn't just, you know, video games themselves, though. You know, I love playing tabletop games as well.
0: Oh, yeah, me too. Um, yeah, uh, um, of course, Risk is one of my all-time favorites. Um, you know, it takes forever to set up and everything like that to have and play. But uh, at the same time, I think it's a great game to play. Um And we're actually trying to get some people to come out. We're having board games set up out there if people want to play them, um, you know, card games like Card Against Humanity. People are talking about playing and things like that. So it'll be a table area to play those games. Um, We just don't happen to be hosting them. So, you know, you got a group of people, grab one of the board games that are laying around and, you know, help yourself. You can totally play. Or even if you have a board game that you guys like, you know, feel free to ring it. Definitely bring it to Geek Out and you know, play some board games.
1: Oh, yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. Just have, you know, a couple of tables filled up and, like, this person over there is playing Risk and this group of people is playing Munchkin and all nine yards. That would actually be really cool.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. You know, everybody's sitting around kind of much on some food because we have a, um, we're not only really vending food out of the uh, lodge there, but we also have a, a vegan food vendor that's going to be out there um, selling for anybody that um, likes that type of food. And um, for, for some vegans, um, they have, you know, a whole menu there. So, yeah, you can grab some food and, you know, sit at the tables there and enjoy some live music and play some games, I think people watching out there too as you're as you're playing games is going to be pretty entertaining because there's going to be some uh you know some entertaining cosplayers out there and and fire spinners and hoopers and things like that that'll be you know entertaining all day uh, i did want to mention too i forgot um i have this guy from chicago coming down uh, nathaniel zai um and um he's actually he sent me his resume and he has won all kinds of dance performances and all kinds of different um, comic-con events um across the nation he travels around and does this dance performance thing and uh yeah, he's uh, he's coming down. He'll be bringing a little little stage. He'll be setting off to the side of the our stage and he's gonna you know, do a little um, demo dance and things like that. And then if people want to kind of learn, you know, he'll kind of teach you, you know, what he does and how he does it. So yeah, so he'll be coming down, and I'm super excited to have him because he's he's really good. And like I said, he's won all kinds of competitions. So uh, and he's traveling from Chicago, so it's one of our further further draws, you know, you know, bringing some people down from there. And then um. The, uh, uh, also from Chicago, we have the uh, cosplay foam fighting, which is... Uh, they don't call it LARPing, but I don't know how to explain it. Besides, it's pretty much like LARPing. You know, they have uh, all the foam swords and shields and things like that. And I give them this really large area of the campground. Uh, it's kind of wooded and uh, half-wooded and with trails, and you know, they half-open the field, and they're going to have, like, uh, you know, demos out there where you can go out there and watch them do it, or you can actually participate in some of the things that they're going to be doing, too, so... Yeah, the cosplay film fighting, they'll be coming down from Chicago and hopefully putting on a a great show out there also right right up there by the the Mario Kart uh, Real Life Race. So, yeah, lots of outdoors events going on right up there to entertain you while you're eating some food and playing some games.
1: Oh, yeah, sounds like a lot of fun, and I really can't wait. And, again, that is going to be on May 30th, so at the end of the month, which is really cool. And um, I love the fact that you told me that, you know, adults can play in a bouncy house. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Adults ask me all the time. They're like, Hey, can I get in there? And I'm like, Yeah, absolutely. You know. <laughs> so, I mean they're they're tested or anything, just you gotta take your shoes off like the kids or whatever. Um, you know, but usually if we ask that if an adult is in there and you kinda jump around, wait for the kids to get out so you don't, you know, throw them around in injuries and whatnot. So, you know, a little respect and common sense goes a long way and uh yeah, everybody just kinda have fun and take your turns. And of course it's it's usually really, um, you know, pretty warm this time of year, so the bouncy houses get really hot jumping around so if you're jumping around in those, make sure you get out there and drink some water, too, because uh, definitely I've seen some people come out there all red-faced and exhausted from jumping in those things. So just drink lots of water, and it will be good.
1: <laughs> but, you know, you guys are going to have plenty of vendors there, you know. You're going to definitely have, you know, uh, vendors with food, drinks. You even, you know, to take care of those that don't like to eat meat, you even have um, a vegetarian vendor. So, you know, again, making sure that you cover all of your bases to make sure that you have something for everyone.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah, all ages, all um, types of people. Are, you know, no matter what you eat or what kind of music you like, we have a variety of music. What, what type of vendors we have? We have vendors that um, people keep asking me. They're they're not necessarily um, geeky, nerdy vendors. You know, they're they're people that want to come out that um, have some product to sell that think they get you know can sell it, and it's uh, not always geeky and nerdy stuff, but it's absolutely welcome. And yeah, um, there's some um, like for example, some beauty supplies people from uh, it works. Uh, and that's what it's called. It's hard to say, but it works. Um, but yeah, they'll be coming out and they have like um, some, uh like body wraps and like um, healthy solutions and things like that, too. So, you know, that's not really geeky or nerdy, but, you know, people will definitely be out there at those vending spots checking them out.
1: But, you know what, the whole thing is, is, you know, you put together something that's good for everybody, you know, so anybody of any age can come out there, they can enjoy themselves, and even if there is, some, you know, even though it may not look geeky, in all honesty, everything that we do nowadays, well, what's popular and what's not, has just a little bit of hint of geek in it, just a little
0: right. bit. <laughs> just a little bit, maybe,
1: somehow. <laughs> yeah. So, um, now... I have to ask, how did you score tickets to the Cincinnati Comic Expo for being a prize for one of your contests?
0: Um, Well, I went to their um, Expo last year, and I had a great time. I talked to a lot of people. Um, That's actually where I met Daniel Logan from um, Star Wars, uh, the little Boba Fett from Episode 2, and talked to him a lot, and I met some of the other Boba Fett that were there Mm -hmm. and whatnot. So um, I'm a big Star Wars nerd, so I was hanging out with them and talking to them, and I met one of the organizers, and – basically just started asking them what I could do to kind of help them out advertising, if they could help me out for advertising. And um, we started about talk, talk, talking about ticket exchanges and sponsorship, and, yeah, they, they totally hooked me up with a couple of passes. Um, so I'm I'm already going. I already bought my tickets off of Groupon, so I'll be there for sure, um, dressed up in my cosplay and everything. And uh, I actually just wrote them a, a, a letter to see if I could volunteer because they're asking for people to volunteer and help out. So, i need to be working down there to help those guys out because they've helped me out so much. But, uh, you know, they're awesome people down there. They host a great event. And, I mean, why not when they're, you know, a Cincinnati event that, you know, is growing and getting bigger every year. And, you know, I'm trying to grow and get bigger, so we're helping each other out, and it's, it's, it's great. It's been working out perfect.
1: Great, you know, because it's always nice to see that other things are going on in the community, uh, events and things, help other events, you know, because it's really nice to see that, you know, within this community, it's like a nice little family always helping each other.
0: Exactly, and that's what, you know, that's what this is, you know, like I said before, you know, we give it a united way, and we help out a lot of local artists that come out with, you know, bands, or or if you're doing artwork or whatever, you know, try to get your stuff recognized and get your name out there, and and what a better way to come to a, a campground where you have, you know, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people to come to for this event. And then, you know, throughout the year we see, you know, thousands, if not tens of thousands of people come through our campground and they can see, you know, your stuff at Geek Out or hear about it. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we're definitely going to um, look to grow and look to get a lot bigger. And, yeah, really excited about these events, especially this Geek Out one is um, really growing exponentially. So excited,
1: definitely. Great. Now you said you're a huge Star Wars nerd. So I have to ask you, how excited are you? For the new Star Wars movie,
0: <laughs> I'm one of the people that are super excited. I'm all on board for Disney. I think they're going to do it right. Um, you know, uh, I don't think they could do any worse than Episode One, Two, and Three. <laughs> you know, um, I, I still love Star Wars, so I love One and th- one, Two, and Three. But at the same time, um, you know, we can tear them apart too because you know they weren't the best. But uh, um, yeah, the new one, I'm I'm reading all the spoilers and looking up all the leak things, the photos, and all that. So. uh, yeah, I like to pay attention. I'll probably even buy the book before it comes out and read the book, so I already know what's happening before the before I see the movie. But, um, yeah, I'm a huge, huge Star Wars nerd. Um, I only have a couple tattoos, one Zelda and one Star Wars. So, uh, you know, those are two things I definitely geek out about. And um, my cosplay that I do is actually um Dapper Mall. It's uh, That's what the name of it is. And it's Darth Mall where I have the face paint and the contacts and, you know, the whole nine yards. And then uh, um, I actually wear, like, a suit and tie with, like, a tie clip and dress pants and look all... All dapper and snazzy, and going around the convention looking like that. So it's definitely fun. People stop me all the time for pictures, and you know whatnot, and talking to me. So yeah, definitely enjoy it. It's about three and a half hours worth of uh, face paint, and makeup, and uh, whatnot, but it's totally worth it. Totally worth it.
1: Oh, oh yeah. Which of course, you know, that just happens to be your profile pictures. You all make up as Mr. Darth Maul, which is a really cool. <laughs> yep. Yep. So I have to ask, okay, cuz you know, uh, you know, everybody has their things. What do you think it's going what do you think this story is going to be?
0: Oh, for the Star Wars?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, boy, uh, yeah, like I said I've been re- reading a lot of the leak things, so uh, the stories have been kind of coming together uh, almost the same, but uh, and I hope I'm not giving any spoilers, so spoiler alert, turn out if you don't want to <laughs> what i I'm Morning. Um Yeah, I totally think that um that, um, uh, you know, Luke has kind of disappeared, like they said, and, um, it's hard to find. And, um, uh, I can't remember her name right now. Um, Ray, I believe the, the girl is, um, is Han and Leia's daughter. Um, and then, um, one of the other, other guys, I can't remember his name either. I'm having a horrible time with remembering names is, uh, Han and Leia's son and, um, they don't know it and they kind of meet up and, um, like they said, the Finn, the uh, the guy in the stormtrooper um costume or uh, outfit. Uh he is uh part of the uh the the first new first order and he uh basically deflects from the first order and, and runs away and has some information and then he goes over to um you know, run into Han and, and all those guys with uh that information. So yeah, I don't want to say too much I don't think 'cause my uh, my theories might you know blow the cover for everybody but uh yeah, um yeah, I'm super excited about it, and uh I'm, yeah, I'm just looking forward to all of them, even the spin-off movies, the, 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 um, the Rogue One that's coming out, and supposedly they're doing a Boba Fett one now, and who knows what the other spin-off will be, maybe Yoda or something like that, but uh yeah, uh, whatever the movies are, I'm sure I'm going to love them just because I'm such a huge fan, Um but yeah, super looking forward to it, and uh I don't know what I, what I think about the... Um their whole cross guard lightsaber. I still feel like they need to explain that in the movie to make sense for me because, you know, I'm one of those people who feel like, you know, you slide down that, you're going to cut cut the, cut the crossguard off with the lightsaber, but who knows? Maybe it's going to make sense to me when they start battling and fighting, and it'll be awesome, so...
1: And uh, I think, you know, I I think, though, it probably more than likely, you know, because, you know, they always tell you, you know, especially for those of us that are, like, um, fanatics, that the lightsaber, not only is it a weapon, but it's an extension of who you are as a Jedi. You know, as, you know, your powers get more and more powerful, maybe this is, you know, maybe it has an opportunity. Because if you notice, he turns it on, and the first one comes out. And then you slightly hear a click, and the other two come out. So maybe he's able to Control that. So you know, just like how Darth Maul had the dual uh, dual bladed lightsaber, and when he needed to, when we first saw him, it was only a single. When um, it came time for him to battle both Obi Wan and um, Qui Gon, he could use both. And then when it cut in half, he was still able to use the one. It could be something as simple as that.
0: Yeah, and I'm hoping the movie will make sense. Like they'll they'll do that, and you'll be like, oh, now it makes sense why it's like that, and not just to look cool or whatever. But yeah, I, I think you're right. Um, And and Kylo Ren, I
1: I I think he's going to be a
0: really cool character.
1: You know, especially, you know, as we've seen the Star Wars movies progress, we've seen the lightsaber battles progress. You know, somebody comes down, you've seen it happen in in sword fighting movies all the time where they get all the way down to the hilt. You bring a lightsaber all the way down to the hilt, that's going to protect your hand because it's right there at the hilt. There is no hilt really on the rest of the lightsabers. It's just the end of the lightsaber. So if yeah, and they have up.
0: Jedi's have a problem with get their hands cut off. I mean that's kind of their thing, right? They like to cut off hands. So you know, maybe he caught on to something, like, hey everybody's getting their hands cut off, maybe we should do something about this and finally put that cross guard on there to <laughs> stop it. So
1: Yeah. Or maybe you know, he's, I,
0: maybe he's geez. mocking Luke. What about that? You know, maybe he's like, Haha Luke, you got your hand cut off and now I'm gonna put rub it in your face <laughs>
1: <laughs> What if secretly he is Luke and he goes, No, not again? Yeah, maybe, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) We find out in the past history, he got his hand cut off again, and it was like the bowl of petunias from uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, no, not again. And this time he decides to fix it with the new lightsaber. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> well, we are almost out of time. We're down to the last 9 minutes. So, um, okay. you know, just to recap, you know, you have some amazing things that are going on right now. Um, from a cosplay contest to a Ma- Magic the Gathering tournament. You have the Lego Firewalk that's going on. Um, there's a fan art contest, there's a Nintendo uh there is a Nintendo 64 um Mario Kart tournament. Then there's fun for the whole family, of course, with, you know, the uh, real-life Mario Kart, where, yes, we have turtle shells. Boom. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. Here we go. Sorry. I just... Absolutely. I, 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 <laughs> I cannot not make the sound effects. It's just it would be wrong of me to do this. Um, You guys have some amazing music coming out. You guys have some cosplayers coming out to do the judging. And, again, for $10, you can go there, enjoy yourself. And even if you want to camp out, that means you could camp out Saturday night to Sunday morning. I mean, what more could somebody actually want, especially, you know, at that price of $10 per person? And that's an amazing price with so much for everybody.
0: Yep, that's what we're trying to keep it cheap, uh, to keep it cheap to get everybody there. You know, um, everybody wants to have fun. Um, you know, uh, the way we organize this event, you know, with the donations and people coming in and playing for free um, because it's all for a good cause, you know, it, it works out well. It works out well for everybody. You know, we keep the cost real low for everybody. United Way gets stuff, uh, you know, gets money. And then all, all these families and friends and everybody get to come out and have a great time for, you know, like you said, 10 bucks gets you in the door. And, heck, if you went out for, you know, Saturday night, I bet you'd pay 10 bucks. Anywhere you went, if it was, you know, going to the movies or, you know, whatever you were doing that night, it's going to cost you $10. So, yeah, $10 get you live music and entertainment and camping and all kinds of stuff. So, hard to beat that. <laughs> okay.
1: Really. Wait a minute. You can go to the movies at $10? Where do you go?
0: That's <laughs> very true.
1: <laughs> well, a,
0: I guess my point I was making was going to cost you at least $10. Yeah, I went the other day and I think the tickets were like 24 for like the IMAX 3D. So yeah, there yeah, there's no more $10 tickets. <laughs>
1: Pretty much no, because, I mean, by the time you get in there, you know you're going to want pop and you know you're going to want pop. And here's the thing is, oh, you know, yeah. I've been to, I've been to um, Hannon's Camp America events before, from like Fire to Fire in the Sky, things like that. You know, the vendors that you have, there are very reasonably priced, you know. It isn't going to cost you an arm leg to grab you a bite to eat or grab you uh, something to drink. And remember, camping's involved, people, so, you know, that means that you can, like, bring you know you're going to be camping get yourself some hot dog get some s'mores for later that night
0: exactly yeah yeah um go to the vendors buy some stuff from them and, and the reason we keep it so cheap um the vendors can keep it so cheap is we keep it cheap for them um it's only 25 dollars for a vending spot which if you go around and i don't know if any vendors are listening but if you go around and do vending at, at event 25 dollars is super cheap um now we do have our vendors that still have to pay the 10 dollars for the event fee to get in and camp and everything like that which I wasn't really sure. Do I charge them thirty-five flat rate, or do I charge them the the ten dollars at the gate? But and we're doing twenty-five for the 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 site, and then ten dollars to get in. But that's still super cheap for any vending spots that I've looked at for um, other conventions, and you know, with uh, this type of draw and things like that. So yeah, we keep the price cheap for them to pay us, and then you know, their prices are cheaper that way. So yeah, once again, it all works out real cheap.
1: Oh yeah, because trust me, you you know as well as most everybody who listens to this show. I go to a lot of conventions, and mm-hmm. average price for a uh, vendor table is anywhere between one hundred and fifty to two hundred and fifty dollars, depending on oh, what yeah. show you. So, uh, thirty-five versus one hundred and fifty. Hmm. Let's see here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I thought about getting
0: some myself too, and it's it's expensive, of course. You know, I mean, they do have some um, you know all weekend stuff that we're looking to do next next year, so. If we do do all weekend, we might have to bump up the vending fee a little bit. But, um, yeah, you know, if you have all-weekend event and you're there for three days, of course, it's going to be a little different. But, um, right. yeah, it's I think it's going to still work out just right. That's right.
1: And then, of course, you know, we're really excited because, you know, again, this is in my backyard. It's actually, the address is 8501 Camden College Corner Road in College Corner, Ohio, 45003. You really can't miss it. It's right next to Houston Woods. It's basically right in the backyard of me right here in Oxford, Ohio. It's called Hannon's Camp America. Um, it's actually going to be Saturday, May 30th, um, be, uh, from 12 to 8, which is the family fun, friendly stuff. But, you know, if you're an adult you have, and you want to hang out, listen to some more music, watch the fire people, you know, and camp out, you're able to do that as well, you know. So it's a really great place for you to bring your friends, your family, your animals, like she go over here who's asleep because she gets bored with podcasts and, <laughs> and guess, you know, have a lot of fun and be able to totally – Geek out.
0: Geek out, exactly. Geek out and camp out. That's the idea of it. Um, I did want to mention, since you said the address and everything, check it out on on, um, MapQuest or or whatever first before you guys come out because when you get out there, um, a lot of cell phones, actually I say most cell phones don't work at all out there. So you might lose reception as you get close when it's telling you like that last turn you need to know. So go ahead and look at it first to get an idea of where you're going and don't rely just on your GPS on your phone or or whatever as you get close because once you get out here, Cell phones are really, really bad. Like you don't have much reception, so you might get some text messages, but data, probably not. We're working on some Wi-Fi for this event, but it's not guaranteed yet, so we'll see what's going on with that. But uh, Yeah, so definitely check it out before you head out. And then if you want to go to the uh, event page, um, actually one of my vendors um, does um, these wood signs, and he made a map of um, hands Camp America just for Geek Out. So there's the area listed where the parking is. There's the family camping park, um, area. There's the, the uh, adult camping area with you know, all the cabins listed in the battle area, the vending area. So it's all listed on that little uh, the wooden sign. So you might have to scroll down, you know, a couple things here. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's listed on the Facebook page, and you guys should check that out so you kind of can orientate yourself if you've never been to the campground of where you need to go, where the main gate check-in is, and where the camping is and everything. So that helps, definitely. Yeah,
1: yeah. and thank you for mentioning the fact that, you know, it's pretty much a dead zone there because it really is. I've been there many years, and, yeah, like – That whole Hannon's Camp America, Houston Woods stuff, Houston Woods, there's really no cell phone reception out there. It's it's still back in the dark ages. But it's actually, you know, but it's fun because that means you're not looking at your phone. You're actually enjoying yourself.
0: You're right. Uh, I love it for a campground because, you know, that's what you want to do. You want to sit around a fire and talk to people and not everybody be playing on their phone. Um, But it is kind of hard when you're out there trying to run an event, um, especially a geeky, nerdy, you know, Comic-Con event, because all these people love Internet and are Internet-based, so, uh, you know, it's hard for them to get away from it for a while and, and, and not have access at all. So, yeah, if you want something on the Internet, you're going to have to basically drive, you know, back in town to get the Internet. Um, you might get some text messages, but, um, yeah, be prepared. Phone calls are are very, very rare out here. You might get them at the 50-yard line down by the football field. That's the best spot. But besides that, might not get it at all.
1: Nope, nope. But you know what? That's okay, because you got you know, the Hannon family always puts on amazing events. They're always so much fun. You guys always make sure that people are happy and having a good time. And, of course, you know, like I said, I've been to some of your guys' events before. You know, this is, to me, is going to be no, you know, there's this is no exception to the rule. Again, it's going to be a lot of fun. I highly recommend it. I, myself, am going. Um, I have a couple of friends of mine that are going to be going with me, so I highly I recommend you guys come out. Um, of course, you know, make sure, you know, if you're interested in the cosplay contest, you know, bring your costume. I mean, remember, depending on your costume, there are bathrooms there. You can always get changed there so you can be ready for the costume contest to be in your regular clothes also if you don't want to walk in it the entire time.
0: Yeah, it's going to be warm, and some people can't wear them all day. I understand if you have a really warm costume and you can't wear it all day, yeah, absolutely put it on for, you know, an hour or two around the uh, the cosplay contest time, that's fine with us. There's no rules; that you have to wear it the entire day or anything. So, we understand.
1: And then, of course, you know, guys, you know, all you need to do to find them on Facebook is just go to your Facebook page and type in "geek," which is G E E K space out O U T, and then it's a colon space Mario space cart k-a-r-t it's going to pop up they're going to have all of the contests and everything that you have right there with all the rules and regulations that you need it's easy to scroll through and see everything that he's been telling you about and of course you know if you do have any questions feel free to send him a message this is steve hannon he's on there he'll be more than happy to answer any questions that you have or any concerns before you come out he'd be more than happy to take care of that for you and is there anything else that you want to add my friend
0: well, yeah, I think we've covered about everything. You just want everybody to come out here and have a good time and um, geek out, you know, and have a great time. That's all it is. And then um, hopefully we'll build on this, and, and next year it'll be bigger and better.
1: All right, sounds great. All right, Steve. So of course we want to say thank you so much for taking time out because I know you're very busy putting this event together. Because you have basically, well, d- d- today's ended, so you have like ten days before the event kicks off. So no, you know, you're know making
0: me nervous not, talking about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I really appreciate you being able to take time out and join me on this show. So you know, because I always, just like I mentioned earlier, the way how you and the Cincinnati Comic Expo have worked together, I want to make Make sure you know that i can help you out you know so you, of course you know make sure that you hit me up when the next one comes around or any other events that you have going on i'd be more than happy to help you guys promote it and i guess i will be seeing you in about 10 days
0: all right that sounds great yeah and thank you guys so much for uh, for all of this it's great and um, i'll definitely get a hold of you guys this is fun and um, great advertising for everybody hope a lot of people uh, enjoy listening
1: all right, everybody. So, again, that's Geek Out Mario Kart. That is at Hannon's Camp America in College Corner. That is on May 30th. Again, we want to thank our guest, Mr. Steve Hannon, for joining us this afternoon. Well, evening, actually. Um, you know, we're going to go ahead and let him go so he can enjoy the rest, rest of his day. And I'm going to say good night to everybody. You know what? I'm in the mood to do some gaming. Hmm. What Lego game do <laughs> I want to play now? Hmm. Let's see. Zelda, civilization. so everybody we wish you a good night and i hope to see you all at the geek out mario kart in 10 days bye
0: bye everybody